the network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. It's Tim Albright with AV Nation with an AV Nation special taking a look ahead of Cedia. Cedia Expo 2022 comes your way September 29th through October 1st. We will all hang out in Dallas and with me talk about that as well as some interesting things they're doing with government affairs. First and foremost, Daryl Friedman, the global president and CEO of Cedia. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. And Daryl Riemann. Daryl is the uh, director of government uh, affairs for um, for Cedia. Did I get that right? That's right. Thank you, Tim. Darren. It's, yeah, it's Darren. This is going to take me a second. Darren, Daryl, Darren has an Adidas shirt on. Not that those of you listening would know that. Um, but the, if you're watching, he has the Adidas shirt. And I'll see if I can't screw that up again. Um, so we mentioned the fact that Cedia Expo happens the, the 29th through the 1st of October. Uh, Daryl, though, the first thing I want to talk about here, though, is something you have called the Advocacy Town Hall. It happens on September 29th, the first day of, of the show, starts at 7.30 in the morning. When people show up for that, what, are, what should they expect there? Well, they should expect to become engaged in really one of the most important things that CDA does that we haven't really talked about to the extent that I think it deserves. So first of all, come at 7.30, enjoy breakfast with your fellow participants and, and CDA Expo, enjoy some networking time. But we'll soon get into the conversation about why CDIA's uh, government relations program is actually a critical part of your business and supports your business and allows you to do your business, sometimes behind the scenes without you even knowing it, because Darren's work and the others who do this kind of work are protecting your business and licensing issues and other advocacy work, but also how you can become a voice and a leader in advocacy and how the integrators themselves can become advocates on behalf of their own community. The issues that they're working on, the issues that Darren will speak about, literally can be life or death for an integrator because if those things go the wrong way, a government regulator can come in and say, guess what, you're not doing low voltage anymore in your community. So this is really critical work, and I think we just have to partner with our integrator members and help them understand and help us work together to make sure these issues are create a positive environment for our community. All right, Darren, what sort of things are, are we going to talk about? You know, Daryl mentioned the fact that you've got some of these local regulations. Sometimes it's local certifications. When, when I show up at, at CDA Expo that first day and we start having a conversation, what's, what's something as an integrator uh, from St. Louis or from Boise that I'm going to be able to walk away with? Sure. So you're going to see how your industry association, CD is working on your behalf, representing your, your company, your industry. Hopefully you're going to learn how you can get engaged and involved in the process. Um, we'll, we'll have an overview of some of the successes we've had in the past and, and the role that our members have played in that part. Um, and then, you know, throughout the show um, from the advocacy town hall, you know, visit the, the CDA booth, t take the time to learn more again, learn more about the issues and take the time to send correspondence through our grassroots legislative um, software um, communications to your local leaders to become that thought leader, that expert on technology in your field to your legislative leaders. Darren, as kind of a, a cautionary tale, and, and if you don't have something off the top of your head, don't just tell me you don't, but 
talking about successes is great. What's some, some areas that you guys wish you could have done better or, or that maybe the, the local folks didn't quite get involved and it, it, was, it was kind of a miss, that, a missed opportunity that you can think of? I mean, for the most part, we've been we we invest heavily in a tracking system, so we're able to, um, and that that is one thing. You know, members that that come to the advocacy town hall, come to Dallas. You know, please get get in touch with us and let us know of of changes or issues that you see for the industry that we need to be involved with. I mean, this is an evolving um industry and we need and so with that the types of things that we're tracking continues to involve so but especially at the local level you mentioned boise or 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 st louis things like that if you have a relationship or know of a local ordinance or or licensing change that may be in the on the horizon please engage us so the, the long the sooner we know about that the sooner we can have a positive impact, hopefully for the industry. And I think one other thing people need to realize is as a global association, we've got issues, you know, through, throughout the, the globe that for on different issues that we're trying to work for on behalf of our members. And our members need to know that back kind of in licensing issues in the US, we may be working on an issue in Houston or or a, a larger municipality or a different state, but we're also from a national perspective trying to make sure that a positive outcome is adopted there so it can be looked upon as an example for other states looking to make changes as well. And I'll just add, you know, you asked about sort of misses, but the, the winds have been coming pretty strong. I mean, I think we, we determined that We've had 22 you know, victories, essentially, where oh, wow. we either um, won the issue or we kept something very bad at bay. And the interesting thing about advocacy work, about government relations work, and I, I did this in my previous industry, too, is that when, when you succeed, when we succeed in doing this work, people don't really know it. But if we ever have a miss, if we don't get the community involved, if we have an issue where something surprises us, you're going to wake up, an integrator could wake up one morning in their community and find out that they cannot do their business. They can't pull a little voltage wire. I mean, it, the threat is so great. So we, you know, we've been lucky and we've, through the hard work of Darren and through a lot of good um, advocacy from members, we've, we've had this string of successes, but we can't count on it. And that's why we really need the community to come and partner with us because they're the best voices that the legislators and the regulators have their own constituents to hear the importance of the business that we're in. Yeah, like Daryl said, the, the local voice carries a lot of weight when we're sitting around the table in a committee hearing or meeting with a legislator one-on-one -on -one. and being able to have that participant locally step up and say, you know what, this impacts my business, I need to be involved, goes a long ways in our success. And as Daryl said, our track record over time, we've had over 22 states with, with some level of success. And the important, one of the things to take away from that is we've had successes in multiple states multiple times. So it's just because we've had success that we can just check off that state or that municipality and say we're done. Many times we have to come back back year after year. So it, it takes the effort of our members to continually be involved and continue to be the experts on how this will impact their small businesses. We have a strong story to tell as integrators and as the home technology industry, but it takes our members to be able to amplify, amplify that voice. Yeah, absolutely. Darrell, I, I want you to talk to, to somebody who, who's out there and, and, and they're watching this or listening and go, you know what? I, I, that's great. I think that's just fantastic. Thank you guys for doing that. 
I don't really have the time though. I've got, I'm busy. Um, this doesn't impact me. This is not a big deal. It's the government doing the government thing, right? And I vote once every two years, every four years, whatever. And then they go off and they do their thing. Why is it important to stay engaged in this? Why is it important to make sure that you are staying on, on top of things, not just at the federal level, right? We can all agree that, that you know, staying on top of what the, those, the folks in, in DC are doing, but also at the state and even at the local level, because as Darren said, you guys have had gone back to several states. Sometimes that's the, though that's not just because of the state. That's because there's several local music, you know, regulations and, and certifications that, that kind of get brought up. Why is it important to stay on top of this? Yeah, well, there's a saying in politics, all politics is local, and I think this really applies in our case, too. So one of the things I want to, one way to answer your question is that I don't think people understand the incredible impact that they can have. I think we've gotten into a space in America, especially, where it's like, you know what, politicians, what they do, they're doing their thing, one voice, you know, my, my voice can't make a difference. And what I've seen over the years in my work in advocacy and what Darren has seen in this sector in advocacy is that yeah, one person can make an incredible difference and actually change the game in terms of whether something is passed or failed. And so what we can do, if for the person who doesn't have a lot of time, look, ideally you'd, you'd come to your legislator's town halls and you'd um, you know testify and make calls, but not everyone can do that. You're all busy integrators doing your, you know, running your businesses day to day, but you can take five minutes out of your schedule and have a fantastic and impactful activity. And here's Here's how. We're going to have at this town hall at CD Expo this year a, a terminal, a portal, but essentially you can log in, put in your, your name and address. We will have pre-written popu letters populated. You can customize it and make it about you, but you don't have to. You push a button. That letter will get sent. It will know which legislature you have in your state who represents you. It'll know who represents you in Washington. It'll send those letters, the appropriate letters, to the right legislators, and in five minutes, you can possibly make the impact that will be life or death for your industry. Because oftentimes in issues like this, where they're dealing with defense and you know big issues, things like that, an issue like this, one or two letters can make a difference. And they can say, you know, the staff person can say, Congressman, we've got a couple of letters on this, you should take this position. So it doesn't take a lot of time, but the impact can be so incredible. And I've seen people's eyes light up you know, when they've realized that the thing that they did, those five minutes they took out of their schedule, actually was life or death for their community. So I would encourage you, you know, just like you do so many other things in your business that are there to, dis to help support it, take those moments. If you can come to the town hall on September 29th at CD Expo and learn more and talk to us about it, but at the very minimum at CD Expo, we'll have this terminal. You can make an incredible impact in just a few minutes. It's great if you're busy now or too busy in the field or have multiple projects in the pipeline. Well, what we're trying to do through the legislative process is make sure that you continue to stay busy and that your business can continue to grow. So taking that five or 10 minutes now can have a huge impact and you may not see the impact for another six, to six months to a year, but we're trying to make sure that the proper um, regulations and licensing requirements meet the technologies of to not only today, but the next five and 10 years down the road. So five or 10 minutes now can have a huge impact on your business in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Darren, talk for a second about uh, some of the different uh, advocacy things that you do. Uh, you, you mentioned the, the kind of the making sure that, that you know, whether it's a, a regulation or something that, that you, you make it known your position. But what are some of the things that you guys do to kind of proactively engage 
uh, whether it's lawmakers or it's those local politicians? Sure. So, you know, kind of the core issue, again, when we were founded back in 1999, has always been around the issue of occupational licensing, licensing or electrical licensing, and wanting to make sure the work of an integrator is properly defined. That scope of work is is properly defined by by a license and or um and not under the license of an electrical contractor per se and and doing proactive education on the different education training continuing education needed for the integrator community and how that's that's different from the, from an electrical point of view but also wanting to get recognition that uh, with a federal classification hopefully in the future near future and this will be one of the one of the one of the correspondence we'll be able to have at expo with our members is being able to reach out to legislators on the importance of having an industry classification of integrator and you can say it's residential integrator commercial integrator security integrator lighting integrator there's a lot of flexibility but the core is the the, the value of having that that classification to integrator and that that supports not only the work of the, that our members are doing day to day but also our legislative efforts and being able to say hey as an integrator this is how we're different and and these are the different services that we provide um on, our, on, on the projects i want to highlight something here because you said you you you, you said something there that, that caught me and that is the work that you guys are doing goes beyond cd the organization um, CD, the organization, you guys are focused on, on home technology and, and, and the residential market, and we appreciate that, and we, and we love you guys for it. But that work right there, the work that you've been doing for, for darn near 25 years at that point, at this point, will impact the commercial side of the industry, the lighting side of the industry, security side of the industry, right? So God love you guys for doing it, because there are, there are, are so few organizations that are actively engaging uh, our government uh, bodies to to uh, better the the industry as a whole. So thank you, um, Dara. I want to go back to something you said there about all politics is local, and you didn't make that up, and I didn't make that up. It's older than both you and I, but all three of us put together. Um, but something Darren said was was about you know engaging the the portal, the, the the software that you guys have to get that feedback. How important is that for? And I I, I mentioned St. Louis because I'm in St. Louis. Boise is always my small my my go to small town. But whether it's Boise or San Diego or Dallas or wherever, why is that giving you guys the feedback at, at the local level saying, hey, gang, um, I, I heard this coming down the pipeline or, you know, this was just introduced at my local, you know, at my local um, city hall meeting, my local county meeting. Why is giving you guys that information important? Is it important because you guys have the Internet, right? So you could just, you know, you, you could constantly sift through that, right? Yeah, we, we can. We can always get the information, but it's the, uh, you know, I when I tell members of association, you know, why they need to engage with advocacy, I always want to make this point that you are the boss of these people. <laughs> you hire them and you can fire them. So, you know, Darren and I, we will travel around the country. We'll make the case. Um, we have a lot of the information at our fingertips, and, and sometimes we're the best experts of some of this information, but nothing matters to a politician or an elected representative as hearing from a constituent because as I said they are the boss so what we want the, our members to do is to tell their personal stories as a small business owner in Boise in st. Louis by having that voice that local voice you're gonna have much more of an impact than anybody else could have who's an expert on the issue because you are the boss you are the constituent and then that ladders up to the national issue so even if it's a federal issue like the Department of Labor classifying integrator as a 
a real occupation, which it is, and which the government hasn't recognized yet, um, it might take your representative in St. Louis to say maybe they're on the committee, maybe on one of them is on a labor committee, and they can then take that information to the Department of Labor. So really it does come from bottom up and grassroots, and that's why it's so important to engage the 30,000 members of CEDIA and the many other thousands of members in our community to, to be that voice at the local level. Part of that is as a put your put yourself in the shoes of a legislator. It's a very the sessions are very quick and legislation can move very quickly. And as they review hundreds, if not thousands, of pieces of legislation, they may ask themselves, "Who do I know that that is an expert in technology, or who would this impact?" And that's where that relationship built in the town halls or planning that seat in our CEDIA advocacy town hall or going to a local town hall and building that relationship in district will help you in legislative session or legislative season when those bills come up. And the more, the sooner we know about them, yes, we have a tracking system. We invest heavily in a tracking system, but the sooner we know about an issue, the more time we have to work on the issue for the benefit of all our members. Yeah, absolutely. Well, gentlemen, I, I appreciate your time. Uh, September 29th through October 1st is CDA Expo. The first day, though, September 29th, is when you can hang out uh, with the gang here and learn more about advocacy at the Advocacy Town Hall. Darren, somebody wants to find out more or they want to get involved with CEDIA uh, and their CEDIA advocacy beforehand, how do they do that? CEDIA.net forward slash advocacy or send me a, send me drop me an email anytime and look forward to, to meeting everybody if not beforehand in Dallas and look forward to seeing everybody on September 29th. Absolutely. And Mr. Freeman, uh, good to see you again. Uh, how do people connect with you or with CEDIA, the organization? Well, I always love people to contact me directly at CEO at CEDIA.org. And uh, if you go to CEDIA.net slash advocacy, you'll find Darren's email address as well. And um, best case scenario, I see you in person at CD Expo in Dallas. I'll be at the booth. I want to meet as many members that I haven't met as possible. So I look forward to seeing all of you there. All right, very good. We will also be in Dallas the 29th through uh, of September through the 1st of October uh, for CDA Expo. Uh, we'll be hanging out with uh, with these fine gentlemen and a whole lot more. You can go by our website, avianation.tv. That's avianation.tv. And find the coverage of CDA Expo 2022. All that and more at avianation.tv. Thank you.